Hey, Earl, uh, today's podcast is brought to us by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. That's Mr. Hepner to you, Mr. Oh, Scott Novel. Oh, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Earl Hepner. Uh, look, it's free audiobook. You know, I, I you seem like a man that likes to read. I don't like to read. You don't like to read? I like listening to things. I have this little thing in my ear, and people tell me what to do. Oh, well, hey, you can make your own decisions, you know. You can count to three. You can count to ten. You can listen to books to however you uh, want to. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. I screw people. You screw people. People tell me to screw people, and I screw them. Well, <laughs> well, you get a free audio book, Earl. If you, the beauty is that you don't have to read anymore. Are you telling me there's a book out there that's going to tell me to screw things? What's a possible book that could ever tell me to screw things? A possible book that could ever tell you to Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm sorry? Fifty Shades of Grey. What is that? See, you're a referee who believes in black and white. That's what you wear. That you just see everything in a black and white sort I of wear setting. these stripes because it's what I believe. Yeah, the, the, there's no shades of gray. Let me tell you, Earl, there's 50 shades of gray out there. Are you telling me we live in a multi-tiered world where there's no such things as black and white, but just an ever-changing shade between? No. E.L. James is telling you that. Oh. And I wouldn't even... I, I, I'm not going to read it to you. I'm not going to read you the book. You're not even going to read it yourself. You can get a free audiobook download of Fifty Shades of Grey, book one or book two. Doesn't matter where you start. What can I listen to it on? Audible. Go to audibletrial.com slash network. You can have those, and there's over 100,000 titles to choose from, Earl. Think of how many shades of gray that is. That's more than 50. It is more that's than 50. A of, that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. If you don't get it, you're screwing yourself. Then it's Earl screwed Earl. Story of my life. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. And I am Steve Sears. And I am back from Toronto, Canada. And he's back. Yeah, I'm a front. Oh, yeah, he's got it all around. Yeah, in the undercarriage. Welcome back. Thanks. How Overall, how was your trip? Oh, is this my declaration? Yeah, just de- declare your trip. How, Sir, welcome, through, welcome to Customs. Welcome back to the United States. Thank you. How would you declare your trip? Pretty good, eh? All right. All right. Uh, yeah, it was it was a blast. This is a comedy wrestling podcast. In case you're new to it, I met a lot of people in Canada. Sometimes people go on vacations and they leave the co-host to host host, and that's our last episode. Just thought of a cheap plug. <laughs> uh, well, I'm also a co-host. Really? Well, I guess so. You leave me to co-host when true. I'm here. Yeah, to host host. You almost fell asleep on the couch as I was prepping the show. I almost fell asleep, as you said. I almost fell asleep. <laughs> so, um. So there's a lot of stuff to talk about. We had so many things happened. Uh, so my trip was uh, packed to the gills. Uh, so many events. So many things happened. But the most important thing that I think has gone on, I don't even care. I can't even check in with you, Steve, because there's bigger things than that. Yeah, there's huge things going on. Gold- and I feel out of the loop, though. What's going on? Gold dust. Yeah. Gold dust returned on Raw. Yeah. A, a, a currency of the ages. Gold dust. <laughs> To fight for his brother, mm-hmm. to get 
his brother's job back. I missed last week's uh, whole thing of uh, not not this Monday where Goldust fought on Raw. I was there, but the previous week of Cody Rhodes losing his job. The exile of Cody Rhodes. You I missed was, that. I was in Canada. I didn't have it. Didn't know what was going on and then found out that Goldust was on Raw fighting for Cody's job back. You didn't read it in the sports section of the Toronto newspaper? I didn't pick up the newspaper. I don't care for it. Okay. I just assume but, in Toronto in the sports section they'd have a great, like, Four pages of wrestling coverage. They do have this. There was a building, uh, I believe it's called Sports Center, T R E, weirdos, uh, that was Sports Centre. Sports Centre. Uh, on, on that building, there's a gigantic uh, mural, painting, picture, poster. That's across the street. I'll get to that. Uh, there's gigantic TV, and they were playing Raw when I was there on a Wednesday. Whoa. They were just playing it. And I saw Cody Rhodes and Orton fighting, and I'm like, well, who gives a shit about that? You didn't know the stakes, brother. I didn't know the stakes. You didn't know the stakes. I could have been standing in the street watching the match, and then across the street, there's a Picture, poster, painting, mural. mural of CM Punk. What? Not a mural, but it's like a big advertisement of Raw. But it's it's so it's a, it's the size of a building. And that was for the Raw you went to? No, that's just for Raw in general. Yes. Raw, Monday nights. Like all the shit we have in Los Angeles about, you know, this movie, this stuff, watch it, advertisements to a town of people that are working on all this stuff and they don't need to be advertised to. Mm-hmm. They did that for wrestling there. I wish we had more wrestling billboards in town. I think that'd be awesome. More or any? Any. <laughs> uh, so Goldust fought on Raw to save his brother's job, to save Cody's job. In case you didn't know, they got the same last name. Yeah, Rhodes. Yeah. And uh, Goldust's real name is Dustin? Yes. Uh, would you name your son Scoton? <laughs> or Scoth? Uh, Scoton is too close to scrotum. That's true. I would, I would uh, not wish that upon my child. What was the other one? Scoth? Yeah. Like, regardless, they're all very similar to your name. There's something very, like... Cody got away with it. He got Cody, but it's like, I think I'm going to name my first son Steven. What about It's Sco- going to be my name 90%. What about Scotust? Scotust? Mm-hmm. Oh, Scotust. <laughs> yeah. That's the secretary of the cars, United States of America. <laughs> uh, so I, I think this is a big deal. We got to talk to him because he fought Randy Orton to get that, to get his brother's job back. And he failed. I don't know, man. Stephanie Man. I'm a little said, hesitant. I'm You're a, li- a loser. I'm a little hesitant to have Goldust on the show because I feel like I'm always hesitant to have Goldust on the show. Well, that's because you're a Puritan and a prude. I want to be. A, I want to be dirty. Uh, you want to be dirty, but you're such a prude. I'm a prude because the woman can't break me. Because <laughs> they want. Uh, not I, yet, I, Scott. I try to you, allow them to. Once you find the right lady, she'll break you. She'll break you hard. Uh, by the way, I did get dumped while in Canada. What? Yep, that's right. The girl. Uh, she let me know over Facebook. I don't think this is going to work out to be a relationship. I'm sorry to hear that, man. <laughs> what? A, I didn't even know that. You're telling me on the podcast. I didn't get to it. I didn't think about it. You know, I'm not surprised entirely because you told me you were going to tell me how one of the dates went on the show, and then you didn't mention it. I forgot. Yeah. I forget these things. Yeah. It just it triggered my, it triggered just my mind. Just like her birthday, <laughs> her eye color, and what her face looks like. I know all those things, but it doesn't matter now. Well, uh, Scott, I'm sorry to hear that. I 
hey, it's it's what it is. It, it, it's an emotional time for everybody. Goldust lost. A Cody big Rhodes show is, is being manipulated. Mm-hmm. Everybody's just having a really tough time These wrestling. These are tough times. And unless you're some jacked guy like Triple H with his wife, you, things are good for him. Those fitted suits. Or Randy Orton, a good-looking prick. Like, see? The people that are good-looking got it great. Some normies like me. Hey, come on. Uh, I'm considered a 15% handsome guy. Yeah. How's your girlfriend? She's great. Yeah, fuck She's you. really good. <laughs> fuck you, Steve yeah, Things Sears. could not be better. Uh, I'm just you know really, what? I feel like. This cookie is mine. I feel like I found someone who supports me emotionally as well as like physically, mm-hmm. and I feel like I can do the same, and I feel like we really feed each other's souls. Like if we went to like the relationship zoo and they had souls, we could just feed them fish all day. Well, you know what? That well of souls has been opened, and I am opening my eyes, and I'm talking to ex-girlfriends. You are currently. a mum. Sh- oh, come on. Yeah. Why would you do that to yourself? Because I got nothing else going on. Oh, my God. You got. You know what, listeners? This is just a the, – the well of souls has been opened. Like, we could talk about wrestling today, maybe, but this is We're just – We're going to – yeah, this is deep. This gold is deep. dust. We gotta talk to. No, gold we dust. gotta talk about gold dust and Scott's toxic relationship choices. <laughs> That's right, listeners. Oh my! Can I have some of that cookie? Uh, no. Your girlfriend can buy you a cookie. Yeah, she certainly can. Uh, gold dust. Well, I'm hesitant to have him on the show because of how emotional things are in wrestling right now. Big Show's crying all the time. Right. Cody Rhodes just got fired. Right. Gold dust just lost the ability to save his brother's life. You put that in quote air quotes because I mean his life wasn't on the line, but his life was right. on the his, line. Yeah. His, his financial life, life. because apparently somehow Big Show spent all of his money and he's broke. He's got a big bar tab, and he orders everything au gratin. What does that mean? With cheese. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Well, I'm just hesitant because I don't want him to come in here and just be crying the whole time. Well, it's a, it's him or me. Ooh. It's him or me. Everyone, uh, please welcome to the show Goldust. Goldust is here and he's trying to do his signature. Uh, I've got so much sadness inside me. Ooh, I just better let it all out. Goldust, you, it appears you put more makeup on your face, but the tears are just streaming, and it's its ruining the makeup. Black here. tears. <laughs> black tears. I've got black tears. <laughs> oh, my tears are black as pitch. Ah. Goldust, here, have some, have some Kleenex. You, you seem oh, really upset. Oh, thank you. Hi, I'm Dustin Rhodes. Oh, no, you wiped all the makeup off your face. Oh, my God, I'm back. You also go by Dustin Runnels. What? Yeah. What? Never mind that. Whenever the gold face paint is on me, no, I'm not. Terry a... Reynolds. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's me. I messed that up. Oh no, the gold! It's covering my face back up. Oh, ooh, what just happened? I blacked out for a second. You blacked out. Ooh. I made a mistake. I'm sorry. I I I guess I messed things up. You you're going ooh. through these uh, character transformations. Yeah. What? You're, you're right, it's a character transformation. It's a transformation of my character. I'm defending my brother's life, Lee Hood. Well, look, I don't want you to get too much black on your face and then you accidentally become Black Rain, the short-lived TNA character that you were. Ooh, I... You know who that reminds me of? What? Tragedy. Tragedy? I, we, yeah, did you see that somebody made a... Uh, one of our listeners made a game. Why would I see creation. that? I'm touring with Raw. We gave you our Twitter uh, code. You can you can jump in. Uh, I actually saw the tragedy character. I thought that was very funny. He's a very 
very funny character. Yeah, somebody made uh, we had tragedy on the show, and then someone made a game <sighs> recreation Ooh, of it. Look at this fifteen percent handsome man over here. Oh, great! Oof. Yeah, you know you're not a bad looking guy yourself, Golda. I'm sure you're so happy that you're talking to another good looking guy. Ooh, let me just touch those narrow shoulders, Steve Sears. Ooh, such tiny shoulders. Oh, great, these guys are just here touching yeah. each other right now. Hey, Scott Narvey, feeling left out? Yeah, uh, yeah, I actually do feel quite left out. Take this cucumber. I, uh, it's warm. Yeah, I, I see that it's Chill steaming, it. actually. Yeah, put that in the fridge. What? And then once it's chilled down a bit, peel off all the skin off that cucumber. And then once you've peeled that cucumber, <laughs> dice it up real fine. Almost thin enough to see through those cucumber slices. And then put in a little bit of Tupperware and put a little bit of rice wine vinegar on it. And then let it marinate for like an hour in your fridge. For what purpose? Just a refreshing little snack on an afternoon. You know, when you get home from school or from work and you don't want to have the Cheez-Its or the Triscuits. Just have some cool cucumbers. Uh, thank you. I, I will put it in the fridge. It's you got quite a grip on that cucumber right there. Uh, because you know I, where that cucumber's been? I, I'm assuming in your boot? It's been inside my fridge. All right. I'm, I held it tight because I didn't want you to take it Oh, look. The top of that cucumber just burst. All right. Well, I'm going to put it in the general vicinity of the fridge. There it goes over there. Uh, look, gold dust. I know what you're saying. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're feeling. You're thinking that I'm getting too hypersexual because I'm having a really emotional time right now. No, I know you're too hypersexual. You're uh, always too hypersexual on the show. Why would anyone think that just based on the way that I look and that I wrestle? I'm very proficient as wrestling. I, I don't know why you didn't use more dirty tactics to try and confuse Orton. I know. It's almost like I'm a tweener. No one really knows what I do until I've got very clear goals. Well, your goals didn't get accomplished. You lost. Yeah. You lost the match. Yeah. Now, Cody doesn't have a job. Yeah. You don't have a job. No. Is your dad going to jump in? Is Dusty Rhodes going to jump in and save all of you? No, probably around Mania you'll see him again dancing or something. Oh, okay. So what's the plan? What are the Rhodes brothers going to do? Probably hang out with Ted DiBiase on his boat. <laughs> Ted, uh, which one? Ted DiBiase Jr.? The one with or the boat. Or the senior. Oh, the one with the boat. So, Dad. So, No, 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 no. I said a boat. The Million Dollar Man has a ship. Oh, I see. You should know the difference between a boat and a ship. I should. Thank you for following my career, by the way. You're welcome. Um, I'll be in the general vicinity of the fridge. So you... So the sons I said I'll be in the general vicinity of the fridge. Do you want me to stay? I do. I have questions for I'm you. I'm saying. You're going to be... <laughs> what, what good are you going to do on a boat with Ted DiBiase Jr. and Cody Rhodes? Like, what are you guys going to do? Fish. Gold plate fish. <laughs> gold plate fish? What's that? It means you take a fish and you plate it in gold. Why? Why wouldn't you eat the fish? Because apparently Stephanie McMahon says you go join the unemployment line. Won't you need that fish to live? All I need is one fish and one loaf of bread, and I will feed the Rhodes Brothers and DiBiase. I don't think you're a savior. If you were a savior, you would have... Uh... It's right here in the Bible. Long hair, frankincense, myrrh, and gold. All dust. right, gold dust. Well, I hope things work out for you. Ah, toodles. Get your fingers away from my mouth. <laughs> Can you hand me that Purell? Oh, yeah, sure. Thank you. Just pour that in my mouth. Yeah, the I broke the, the top lid part, so you just have to unscrew it and then pour it in your hands. <sighs> well, as I alluded to, I went I, – I saw a couple wrestling shows this week. I saw Fight Brand 
on Sunday, mm-hmm. this past Sunday. It's a Toronto-based company. We'll be getting more into that next week. That's a little tease for that. And then on Monday, I went to Air Canada Center in Toronto and attended Raw. Really? Yes. How is wrestling in Canada? Is it popular there? It is wildly popular there, guy. All right. Are uh, t-shirts different in Canada than they are in the United States? Yes. Oh, my God. This is wonderful. Uh, can I start a new segment? I started a new segment last week called Ask Scott, but right. you weren't here. Right. Yeah. You asked Let's Mark do, uh, and someone was going to do an impersonation of me. But I, Yeah. That was a, a poor man's attempt. Mark Wozeka is quite wealthy. Um, <laughs> uh, now uh, the reoccurring segment, Ask Scott. Okay. Uh, is wrestling popular in Canada? Yes. Well, are there different t-shirts in Canada? Uh, yes. In that they were shipped there. Or they are what? Like they're they're just there for a time being, and you and you can tell yourself like, I bought this in Canada. Okay, okay. Uh, overall, the how- sleeves are still on the sides. Good. They don't put them in the like in the direct front and the direct. And then back. they just put the graphics on the side of the shirt. Yeah, you're like, oh wow, look at this, huh? Things are really different here. Yeah. Now let's have some of those steak and cheese fries. Poutine. Oh, Holy yeah. shit. I had some poutine. Big poutine hose. I did poutine twice. I did poutine post-Raw. Really? Mm-hmm. From uh, a truck. How is Raw live? I haven't seen it live in a long time. Um, I don't think I've ever seen it live in person. I have never been alive watching Raw. <laughs> That's true, because you almost fell asleep. Mm. Uh, Raw in Toronto was very fun. I, I went with some friends. I went with um, Haley Kellett. Uh, who I was staying with and who I was in the ship with. She helped out with the Heath Slater interview. Uh, her brother, Mike, and uh, another comic by the name of Morgan George. We were all there, and we had a blast. Um, now, what was really interesting was they did Superstars beforehand. So I haven't seen that show in forever. I yeah. didn't even know it was still around, so I saw that. That was the warm-up stuff. And then when it hit and started with Edge, it was emotional. Like people went crazy? People went fucking Bonkers! Really? Yes. That did not Toronto's own. That did not translate on TV. Really? Really? Seriously? Yeah. That didn't translate at all. People were excited. I would say, like, if I had to gauge, I would say people were excited to see Edge, but it wasn't like it was like all of the. Is is if every single person in the crowd were his parents? Oh, just for him. Proud of him. Takes a village. (laughs) (laughs) Takes a village to raise a. Uh, edge. It makes a village to re- raise an edge. Uh, it was overwhelming. I almost got teary-eyed because it was that passionate. It was so crazy. Do you think he has another match in him? No. Medical history is going to ever... No. Whatever. No? Wow, that's great. The people... Zero matches. And I think Triple H made that very well known by his constant jabbing up. He has a stack a sack of, of dimes. That's wet. Yeah, a wet sack of dimes. Um, But that was, that, that was really great to be there for because I've always I liked Edge for a bit and then I didn't and then I just kind of didn't care but that was a really cool moment to be a part of because those fans really cared a scary moment to be a part of is when the real American song hit in the Titan Tron because they immediately boo and it felt like Sean Connery um, in Berlin with uh, you know in, in Indiana Jones and Last Crusade we're strangers in a strange land. Oh, they come in through the doors, Dad? Uh, no, that not that. When they're in Berlin for the book burning. Yeah, oh, but uh, but Connery doesn't go to Berlin. Oh, my God. He's in the motorcycle. But oh, yeah. my book is in Berlin. 
And right. then so Harrison Ford he says it in there somewhere. Where does he say it? We're strangers in a strange. We're strangers land. in a sh- blah blah blah. I think he says it. Uh, this is somewhere. So Where's regardless, you felt like an outsider. You found like an outside an Maybe outsider it's surrounded by a bunch of people. Maybe it's that. Oh, I think it was. Um, yeah, you felt like an outsider because I am a real American. Yes, you are. So when they're when a mob of twenty five thousand people is are booing Americans, you get scared real quick. Well, but you're a daywalker. You can walk between the worlds between Canada and, and the United States. I yeah, I can blend in because people will just assume I'm Canadian, mm-hmm. uh, which happened. Well, well, by the way, Scott is wearing a denim button up shirt. right? Yeah, now. that's right. I Did you gonna... get that there? No, but you just, I, you, I, did. You took it. You took it on your trip. I wanted to wear my Canadian tuxedo for the show today. Were just... you wearing your jeans? Well, they're not. It's not fully, but yeah, yeah. A Canadian tuxedo isn't quite finished unless you got a Winchester rifle and a bear on your back. <laughs> so uh, that was truly a scary moment because for a second it's like, oh my god, I'm American. They hate Americans. Zeb Coulter, don't fuck this up for me. I got to get out of here alive. Yeah, Zeb Coulter, sort of scanning the audience with his finger and his bushy mustache, going, "Wait a minute, hold on. There's one of them. You, the tall guy with the beard. He's beat upable. You're American." Uh, quick side note. Yes. Ask Scott, um, what kind of food and, uh, concessions do they have at the arena? Um, they have this crazy stuff called poop corn. Oh, wow. Sounds disgusting. Um, and cocaine. Okay. And, uh, paisa. Oh, all right. Yeah. These really weird, weird things. Was there actually anything really, really weird? No. No? But no. poutine out of a truck. Yeah, that was later, like at a food And that's truck. not so much weird. That's just incredible. That sounds like a real treat. You know what I think the big thing is? Uh, my theory is why we don't have poutine here in America. Well, we went to one place that has it. Yes, but that was like a fancy uh, bar bistro. We went to a thing. fancy bar bistro that was appropriating poutine and making it way too expensive. Right. Yeah. Um, it's because of the cheese curds. I don't. As Americans, we don't know what that is, and it sounds gross. Uh, Minnesota has cheese curds. Right, but they're a fat people. Uh, those are our people, Scott. They're a fat people. Those are our people. They. You know Minnesota. what? Now I Minnesota. Minnesota, kn- you're fat, eh? Now I know why you get so scared when you're in large groups of people. <laughs> Why's that? <laughs> um. So, it was great. It was it was a real blast. There was one thing that happened that was oh, very this, bizarre. Uh, after this the show. concludes the segment. Ask Scott. <laughs> the post show uh, happenings of Raw. They announced it was your main event match. Which it was not. It was so it was like the dark match was they called the main event. Yeah, um, and a bunch of people already left at that point, and they introduced Curtis Axel and Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman's wearing his tracksuit, and they do the handicap match. Really, they do a handicap match of them versus CM Punk, and it was short and odd. It was like a rehearsal. Yeah, it sounds like that. Dark matches are rehearsals, right? They're like a, it's like a house show, figuring out what works, what the crowd's into. Yeah, but in no way is this what's going to happen at the show unless they went, well, let's just try this scenario to see how it works. It lasted maybe three minutes with CM Punk coming out because there was no disqualification. Punk came out with a Singapore cane, uh, beat up Heyman real quick, and then beat up Axel, pinned him, and Heyman ran away, and that was it. It was so short, so fast, and so odd that the crowd went like, yeah, well, we got everything we wanted. They did nothing to CM Punk. Yeah. No threat has been had. Paul Heyman ran away? Yes. That's interesting because I thought his knee was injured mm. until he ran away earlier in the yes. show. Well, it's, that's there you have it. Maybe they wanted to redo the part of the show that they'd showed everybody. <laughs> yeah, for live television. Hey, what's going on in Impact? 
Uh, I fell asleep. Really? I got home super late last night and I tried watching it. Um, and I was up to like three in the morning trying to do work stuff and prep for the show. And what's your general consensus about Impact? Uh, they they got the final four. They're doing a battle royal that they're building up, and I watched about half of it. And I saw some guys get eliminated. I can't remember that well. And then I had to leave out uh, super early to get here. This is for the BFG series. This is for the big fucking gun series. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, I hope to God Jay Bradley did not win. Oh yeah, I can see that being. <laughs> Who is that? Uh, that's the guy that you don't know. That's the rookie guy that won the gut check. Uh, but it was. Uh, but Ortiz and, and Jackson in? are there, right? In the in the Bound for Glory series, I wouldn't be surprised. No. Um, so it was interesting. I I don't know what's going on, uh, but Night of Champions I know is this Sunday, so we'll have our prediction video. YouTube.com/slash Curtain Jerks Podcast. That's right. We are shooting that today. Yes. Uh, you'll see my Canadian shirt. Uh, it's time for the plug of the week. The plug of the week this week is After Buzz TV. Steve Sears, across the way from me here, was a guest on last week's show, which is available on iTunes, and you can see it on YouTube. So you can see Steve there with Christian Rosenberg and Tom Connolly, That's uh, the host of for the uh, WWE main event After Buzz TV show, where you guys watch after you watch main event, the television show. And then we recorded essentially this show. But with a match analysis included. Yeah, so match analysis. So if you hear the sound of my voice. We're still funnier. Yeah, if you hear the sound of my voice right now and ever wondered what I look like when I'm making these these sounds with my mouth and my face. Then you should subscribe to our YouTube page, you jerks. Oh, yeah. And then also check out AfterBuzz. Yes. I also have a plug uh, of this week. Oh, okay. Um, Mark Rosecca mentioned it to me after the show last week. Come to my home. What? Come to my home. Come to my home. I'm super rich. Uh. He is starting a charity called Laugh on Behalf. Oh. And it'll have comedy events that sort of go towards ch- different charities. For which ones? I People didn't... that have been halved? Fuck, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you want to learn more about that, you can at Mark Orzeka. On Twitter. On Twitter. That, that should be. Or sad. no. When I say at Mark Orzeka or at somebody without saying Twitter, I just mean run at them full force. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mark's a big dude. He could take that. He could take that blow. Like shoulder blocks between Hogan and Warrior. I was in his house once, and I saw pictures of him, like in high school, big football player. Mm-hmm. Was that it? Then I used his bathroom. Yeah, well, <laughs> that's uh, all I got. <laughs> well, on this week of After Buzz TV, it'll already be out by the time you hear this. I will be the special guest on there. That's true. Uh, so we're we're trading After Buzz TV lowering their standards. Yes, yeah, I'm getting a sloppy seconds on there. So check him out on AfterBuzz TV on Twitter and find him on Facebook and on YouTube. I'm excited because Scott's going to fucking burn the house down. Yeah, I will because I love fire. It is time for Jerk Tweets. Every week go to Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. Uh, we got a new one here. A uh, new, new jerk sending us something. Grasberry73 says, could Los Matadores actually be the Rhodes Brothers as the Midnight Riders as the James Gang? That's a bunch of other tag teams. Oh, thanks. Uh, I knew Los Matadors from the commercials. The <laughs> Rhodes Brothers from Raw. Aforementioned. Aforementioned Raw. And, um, or pre-fermentioned. Pre-fermentioned. What is it? Prefermentioned? I don't think it's ever been said before. Oh, okay. And then the James Gang was uh, the uh, uh, Billy Gunn and uh, Road Dog when they are in TNA, which know. is an odd poll to call them the James Gang. But, hey, in Midnight Riders, I have no idea. Not bad. Not bad. Uh. I wouldn't be surprised if they just, like, totally took that away from whoever 
the matadors are and just make it a conquistador situation you know who they are right yeah it's um those two guys who rode their bicycles uh n- those two crazy kids <laughs> are always riding their bicycles around it's primo and epico oh which it could be those other guys that rode the bikes because mm. they're it's not the guys who rode the bikes? no who were the guys who rode the bikes hunico and i don't know oh i think you could have just said i don't know Mm. Oh, <laughs> I know that was the time when when I was getting back into it because it was on the ship and then I couldn't keep track of everybody because there was the fake Sin Cara. That was one of those guys. And I just couldn't fucking keep track of any of these guys. Like, the Latin explosion. Too confusing. Way too Latin. Way too explosiony. You know, Triple H really now that I think about it, he they really made a forward push on that. They really wanted to get into that market. They did. And uh, a good with thing. Alberto Del Rio. I was about to say with Alberto Del Rio. And good thing they didn't like slink down or like sort of do the ride the slippery slope of stereotypes and yeah. now that they finally ended up with just a really solid tag team of, of bullfighters of bullfighters <laughs> it's so bad it's so bad that you know who these two guys are you didn't hide them in any way you didn't even introduce two new guys and they're fucking bullfighters that's terrible yeah. that's really bad that's cuz they're bullfighters now but the second that Brock Lesnar shows up and just tears them apart they're not bullfighters because whatever beast of a man just kills them ruins the idea of them being uh, eccentric <laughs> bullfighters. I, eccentric bullfighters, I think, would be interesting. I don't think they're going to be eccentric bullfighters. I think they're just going to be bullfighters. Hashtag Olame. <laughs> nice one. Thank you. Two Nerds, One Podcast. Has there ever been a moment in wrestling that truly shocked you? Yes. Me too. <laughs> Moving on. No, uh, t- I guess to answer this. There's been there's been tons. There's Jericho been... at the Rumble that was great. Yeah, that we was... flipped out. Uh, Daniel Bryan uh, joining the ten man tag for that SummerSlam. For that SummerSlam, that was great. That was unexpected. That was a good like the secrets when they keep the secrets and you don't have any idea something's coming. That's great. Kurt Angle showing up in TNA. Yeah, that video where they cut to him uh, because uh, what was it two thousand four five somewhere in there. That was that was a real shocker. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, yeah, there's there. I yes, I don't see everything coming. I don't want to see everything coming. I tried to not read the news and stuff all that. Uh, often. CM Punk clotheslining Rock on that first three hour Raw. Yeah, awesome because he was still a face. It was it was just badass CM Punk for that one week. Slick, uh, being the master of ceremonies for that wedding. Uh, weird. Truly shocking. Yeah, very strange. Um. Uh, every like re- of recent years, the Undertaker Mania matches always sort of have that moment where it's like it's over. Paul Bearer dying, shocking. Yeah, uh, caught off guard. Caught yeah. off guard. Chris Benoit thing, shocking. Caught off guard. Didn't caught expect guard. it. Vince caught McMahon living from the uh, limousine explosion, shocking. Yeah. Uh, DX Express exploding, shocking. Uh. Uh, the the midget division that was shortly lived in SmackDown, the the fact that it went away, shocking. Uh, Batista smashing all the windows in JBL's limo, shocking. Yeah. Uh, crime time, shocking. Shocking. They never got arrested. No, they didn't. Shocking. I, well, maybe it's because they weren't committing crimes; they were committing cremes. Festus being in aces and eights, shocking. Yeah. How did he make it? How did he get smart again? Yeah. And every time he hears that bell, he seems to be fine. Yeah. Shocking. Simon Dean not getting over? Shocking. God, what a... But he never wrestled a match, did he? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he did. did. He? Oh, yeah. I remember for a while he did not wrestle matches. Actually, I really like that idea on paper. And I there don't, was a lot of it that I think, was uh, funny and like, obnoxious. I think if you had Chris Masters doing it, 
like if you had a gigantic like super bodybuilder guy doing it i'd be mm-hmm. like yeah i could see being belittled by that guy <laughs> but if it's like this tiny guy who looks like your gym teacher matt striker not getting over shocking <laughs> zima zima ion doing anything shocking <laughs> That wraps up another episode of Curtain Jerks. Uh, I mean, we had so much to do, and you know, we're gonna say get... and ex- share with you guys and express. We have more characters that want to show up in the show, and they will be here soon. But I, hey, everybody, I'm fucking tired. All yeah, right, yeah, I bet you're exhausted. Uh, what can you? I, I don't want to pry, but what tidbits can you share for next week's episode about your toxic relationship choices? <laughs> Are you talking shit about Ashley Six, owner and wrestler of Fight Brand and Monster Mafia, who I got interviews with and you'll be hearing from next week? Am I? No, you're not. <laughs> but I am, because that's what's happening next week. I talk to those guys. They're great. Um, you'll hear about their shows and Monster Mafia that uh, Christian Rosenberg came on the show and talked about their match with uh, the Young Bucks. So that's we, true. We chat a little bit about that. Um, those are big dudes. Those Monster are big, Mafia? Those are big fucking guys. I'm telling you. I am not. I'm tall, but I'm breakable. You know, it's fun to talk to wrestlers about wrestling, but sometimes I forget. It's like, oh, yeah, these are human specimens that can crush my human specimen. Yeah, and if you're not there with me, I'm fucking scared. Well, They're I'm, fucking scary dudes. Man, I all, all I end up doing is start bullshitting, so. <laughs> and I need that. They need to laugh or otherwise they hurt me. Nah. Uh, so that'll be coming up next week. As I said, there'll be more characters and bits. I'm tired. I'm jet lag. I've been working and vacationing, so I I need a little recoup. So follow us on Twitter for if you Did want. Did you some say more you're fun. tired from working and vacationing? Yeah, I I I did uh, you lot. you worked on your vacation. Yeah, I got dumped. Yeah, I I did a lot. I did I performed three times while there. Really? Yes. Where? I performed on the uh, at Unit One Hundred Two. Uh, which is a cool space there. Uh, comedy bar, which uh, Haley show War Porsche. If you're in Toronto, go on to Fridays. Comedy Bar every oh, once every month. She says the info in there. I thought it was on Fridays. Uh, no. What was it? Well, as long as we're giving the the listeners tons of information, to, <laughs> uh, it's there. It's, oh, does she, uh, is there a way to contact her for show information? Yes, she said her Twitter handle. Um, and if your guys' internet worked, I'd totally give it right now again. Uh, but you can find it on our Facebook page. Uh, we'll, we'll plug Haley there and I'm looking up on my phone right now and it is, uh, HJ Kellett, uh, H J K E double L E double T. So get in touch with her for shows. If you're in the Toronto area. Yeah. And, uh, so we'll, we'll have more of that. Um, if Steve will want to know more about my toxic relationships, probably that'll be heard post show. But if you well, want to know, yeah. send a jerk tweet about it, and maybe you'll get some in- insight. Hey, this is therapy for us, <laughs> is just talking into this uh, this nameless void. Um, so so we'll, we'll have more for you soon. And like I said, Monster Mafia, Ashley Six, that's very cool stuff. And uh, for Curtain Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. Oh, I should point out, Uh-oh. we're also going to do a little bit more detailed coverage of Impact next week. How, let's do that. I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll make it a point. Coming up next week on, <laughs> on, on Curtain Jerks will be uh, fight brand wrestling as well as better coverage of Impact. Oh, and the third stage I performed at was the Second City main stage. I got to do the improv set after the uh, the review show. Congrats. Yeah, it was cool. terrifying. Why? Because it's Toronto? Uh, and the main stage. It was cool and terrifying. Uh, we've been performing on the Los Angeles main stage for the last five years. Yeah, if it was a main stage. Yeah, but come on. I'm up there with equity people getting paid and a very beautiful tall woman. I'll say it. Her name's Allie Price. Yeah, I'm sure she appreciates it. Uh, she's not listening. Oh, okay. Not yet. <laughs> nope. 
Um, so for Curtin Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. Scott, what a great show today. One of the best. Always the best. Great bests. If you want to get interactive with Curtain Jerks, which I know you do, Steve. I, absolutely. That would be another great best thing to do. Go to Facebook.com slash Curtain Jerks. Hey, that's a great place to see photos of you with wrestlers and interact with stupid. us. I look stupid. Hey, you look pretty classy. But yeah, get interactive with us. You can talk with us on there. We post matches, photos, videos, all kinds of stuff. Is there another way we can interact with our fans? We can. We can interact with all these jerks at Twitter. Twitter.com slash Curtain Jerks. What a great Twitter handle. We tweet all the time. We, we tweet at breakfast. Tweets. We do live tweets of shows, live tweets of live events. I should wake up for breakfast. Yeah, you should. You could tweet it. And of course, listening to Curtain Jerks is massively important listen to curtain jerks on comedypodcastnetwork.com stitcher radio and itunes all free rate and review us on itunes makes oh, a big difference that's to us. huge yes yeah, huge fantastic. it makes us a global phenomenon you have received this transmission from the comedy podcast network for more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.